classified. You see, my identity must remain mysterious and my mission secret. If I told you that, I'm afraid I'd have to kill you. I'd like to see you try. I can explain. TMI. TMI, my friends. 844, and here is a man who can explain, Raphael Rashid. Good morning. And I love the introduction to your segment. It's always brings, Why is that? I don't know. It just sort of gives this association of mystery around you. Uh, we're not talking TMI in terms of too much information, but rather this morning's interest. If you're new to our show, this is a segment where Raphael Rashid takes on all sorts of different topics. Today, uh, drugs, but not the kind of drugs we might be thinking. Yeah, no, not 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 illegal substances. Um, more more like drugs as they are referred to in the food context, right? Like drug drug foods, addictive foods, addictive maybe. foods, right? Moorish foods. Yeah, Moorish is like a far more innocent word, though, isn't it, than addictive or drugs? And th- okay, so this is um, something that we're seeing a lot of. I think is that with language is just, you know attempting to find new and more expressive ways to describe something that's delicious. We hear, for mm. example, the word food porn used a lot to describe mm. images and videos of food. Now that you could make a similar claim against that if you're also going to have a problem with um, mayak kimbab, for example, which is what spurred our conversation today. Right. So, you know, you have mayak kimbab, which is also known as drug kimbab. Actually, have you have you had any? Okay. Yeah. Let's discuss mayak kimbab itself first. So kimbab <laughs> uh, is wrapped in, well, usually wrapped in the seaweed rolls and uh, has some combination right, of rice yeah. and vegetables and possibly some sort of meat offering or ham or tuna or whatever. So that, <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Again, just for the benefit of anyone who's not sure. But Maya Kimbab takes things to the new level. And I have eaten it before, but I'm, I'm, it just seemed to be a bit smaller. That's the whole point. It's these smaller rolls of rice um, and you usually dip it in a kind of wasabi sauce. Yeah, but it still had a filling, I think. Uh, yeah, no, it had a tiny, rice. like it had one or two strands of like cucumber. Well, when I've had it, it's had two, a few strands of like cucumber or something inside. They're so, quite nice. You can get it at Kwangjang Shijang, um, Kwangjang Market, which is quite popular for um, mayak kimbap. I think that's where I've had it. Yeah, I mean that's where I had it too. And when I saw the name for the first time a few years ago, you know, obviously it's quite eye catching, and because it claims to be addictive, of course you want to you eat it and i i mean it was good i actually i do quite like it i wouldn't say i would you know eat it every day but i would like to have eaten it before knowing what its name was and see if i really did find it moorish because i went <laughs> in there knowing the name and uh having high expectations oh, yeah and like you i mean i i don't know i maybe only had three or four pieces it couldn't have been that addictive <laughs> I can't remember. Um, it's not as addictive as chocolate, I can tell you that much. But um, let's just ask ourselves whether this name itself is a big problem in reality or whether we're taking it too far. Like Mayak in Korean, it, uh, what's the association well, exactly? I think it has you know, quite negative connotations. It means what it means, you know, narcotics, drugs, you know, addictive substances. So there's no way of 
dressing uh, that up. I mean... Because even the word drug is used in different ways in English. I remember means? going to North America for the first time when I was younger and seeing drugstores. Yeah. I was like, what's going I, on I here? I was shocked at that too. Yeah. <laughs> So that's obviously yeah, fine. Yeah, I think, you know, it does, it does have negative connotations. And for this reason, actually, um, just last week, Seoul City said that it wasn't too happy with the way some restaurants were, you know, adding this um, prefix to um, food names on their menus. Um, namely, you know, Mayak, as in Mayak Kimbap, um, So Seoul City has actually promulgated a clause um, in a language ordinance and th- this clause will basically allow authorities to advise businesses not to use the word uh, drug or mayak in food names such as mayak kimbap but you also have um, other, other foods like uh, mayak topoki, <laughs> drug topoki um, They say, you know, it's to, to promote a proper use of the Korean language and sound growth or growing up of teenagers. Right, because there is this implication somewhere behind this term that, well, you know, if this is what's supposed to be addictive, what, what's so good about drugs themselves? I, I, is that really something we should be taking very seriously, though, well, considering we're talking about pretty wholesome ingredients here? I mean, you know, Soul City says that Um, this, you know, this this clause that they've enacted uh, just last week, um, just recently, um, like I said, seeks to promote the proper use of the Korean language and is aimed at correcting a bad use of the Korean language that isn't necessarily good for teenagers' um, education and mental health. So is the problem teenagers? Because there are plenty of cocktails, for example, in the world. I mean, if Seoul City are going to be worried about this, they should take a look at a few cocktail menus in Seoul. <laughs> um, some of them are full-on graphically descriptive of all sorts of things, which I, the fact that I can't even say them on the air probably shows how serious they, they might be yeah, taking them if they were aware. That's true. So is it just the fact that this Maya Kimbap thing is such a, a big phenomenon and is geared towards younger people as well as adults? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, you know, the, the, the concern is that it will give a negative, uh, it will give bad ideas, you know, to young people who might, who might think it's cool or something like that. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not just, um, well, I guess it's not just kimbap. You also have mayak chicken, um, mayak bread, um, like... There's even mayak samgyeopsal, pork belly. So, you know, it's, not, it's, it's being used by quite a lot of people these days. Yeah, Restaurateurs. I, I think the, the, the sort of like closest equivalent is probably what I said before about food porn. Uh, because that's a term that sprung up in the last few mm. years, which is used all the time in English to describe food. And again, has maybe the same problem mm. if you've got younger kids using that word they might wonder well what's the original word and become too curious Mm. or not be sufficiently informed about what it is so there's a survey which might inform us a little bit about what general members of the public think although this was performed by the korea association against drug abuse so they were unlikely to come out with a ringing endorsement of the word i I imagine yeah they conducted a survey um, called narcotics severity awareness survey and found that 56.1 percent of respondents um, agreed that the commercial use 
of the term drug undermines the perception of the danger related to drugs um, and that it was <coughs> feared that the use of the word drug may you know, give a positive image to the substan- these substances uh, which are banned. And I, I think maybe I'm, I'm giving them a little bit too much leeway because they're stalls in traditional markets. If this was a, a product wrapped up mm-hmm. by a major company in a convenience store and it had the word drugs mm. in it, that would probably be of much greater concern to parents. Yeah, sure. So, I and, think and they'd be taking it more seriously. Yeah, usually these 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 names, uh, food names, are like you said at traditional markets at stalls. Yeah. So can they be stopped from doing it because it's in that yeah, gray I mean, area? Good question. Uh, let's you know let's talk about registering these names, like for instance as trademarks. So if you go on uh, Copris, which is the government portal website for searching registered trademarks, if you type the word Mayak or drug, you will find an array of trademarks, namely food or restaurants, um, who who have applied to use the word Mayak in their names or brand names. And what you'll see is quite a lot have been uh, rejected. Some have been accepted. There's a mix. What's the standard? Um, Well, according to Korea's Trademark Act, Article 34, Paragraph 4, any trademark whose meaning, content... Uh, etc. conveys to consumers um, an image that is likely to harm public order, uh, such as being contrary to moral norms, um, the prevailing moral sense of ordinary people, where the trademark itself is used um, or the trademark is used for goods, won't be recognized, won't be uh, registered. So basically, if it has, yeah, if if it conveys something that looks to be against public order, moral moral order, then it will be rejected. If it affects adults, though, it starts to feel a bit like a nanny state. It's when you're talking about children that maybe there's greater leeway for having this conversation. Mm. And actually, remember the example Teenage Mutant? Hero Turtles. Hero Turtles. You've said that, which shows your age, because when I was younger, it, was... it started out as Ninja Turtles. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, I think it had Ninja in it. No, but they changed it to Hero. Oh, and, I didn't. And, I, and I think that, I think it was possibly for a couple of reasons. Uh, it's a long time ago and the internet wasn't really around then, but it was basically the violent connotation that was one of the big arguments that people were making that shouldn't be in the title. I'm guessing there might have been some groups uh, trying to protect Ninja Heritage or something that were possibly I didn't know concerned that. too. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, an, it's a totally different product, but it's a mm. similar area of how a name of something that would be used by younger people a lot might influence them in some way. Mm, I mean, like, like I said, if you, if you check the, the trademark uh, database, you'll see that some have passed, some have not passed. Um, having said that, since September last year, the Korea Intellectual Property Office has been refusing to register the word drug or opium in their names, in, in the names of um, applications, regardless of the product. Um, because they do believe it does go against moral sense um, of of the public and public interest. Uh, however, it does not mean that um, any any trademark that's already been passed, you know, they they won't get any sanctions. So anything going forward will be rejected, apparently. 
Trademarks, though, we've been talking about this, actually, on various other subjects, like Pengsu this week. Um, <laughs> but they, they mean no one else can actually register the name. And that's been the problem with Pengsu, because uh, someone tried to get in there first before EBS was able to. But on the Mayak front, it, it, if everyone's trying to use it, it kind of loses its trademark value. I mean, to be honest, um, businesses are allowed to call their business whatever they like. Um, and like you said, registering a trademark is purely that no, for the purpose that no one else can use the same name. What's your conclusion then? Well, I think, you know, in this case, it's maybe going a bit overboard in terms of, like you said, um, nannying businesses around, telling them not to use the word, and they should be probably focusing their energies on, uh, on actually tackling drug abuse. And by the way, things that children eat, sugar is probably one of the most addictive things they it is. can possibly come across. And it's supposedly even more harmful than people realise based on a lot of the research coming out. Maybe they should be worrying less about the names and more about the ingredients that, that kids are eating. Um, although that might also bring the nanny state criticism for different reasons. Thank you very much, Rafael Rashid. Thank you. That closes our show for today. We'll hand over to Life Abroad with Nasa Yan next, but we will be back with another edition of This Morning tomorrow at 7am. <laughs>